Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z, the ultimate guide for real estate investors. I'm your host, Steph Boldrini. We cover everything you need to know from finding and analyzing properties to financing and managing your investments. Tune in every week for expert insights and tips so you can make your commercial real estate investing dreams come true. And in today's episode, we are continuing our interview with Tim Gertz, CPA and partner at Provision Wealth. In this episode, he is sharing how business owners and real estate professionals can reduce taxes. Here we go. So let's move on to business owners. And I don't know if it's the same as a real estate professional example, but let's start with someone that owns a business and that's all they do. And I assume it could be you run your own law firm or your own dentistry and things like that. So tax code is created for you. That is the incentive-based model that has been created for you as a business owner to create wealth or to create jobs and more opportunity for them to tax more people. So for you as a business owner, the sky's the limit. Um, you know, in order to take a deduction under the code, it has to be ordinary and necessary for what you're doing. So every business is different, but as long as you can look at your business and make sure that you align your facts with what you're trying to do, then ultimately you can deduct almost everything. And so there are huge opportunities. We still have Bonus depreciation is still in play. So if you buy any equipment, you have opportunity to that. Meals and entertainment, not entertainment, but meals now, travel, auto expense, home office. I mean, like I said, it continues to go and go and go. The Inflation Reduction Act included huge opportunities for solar. If you've got a commercial office building, maybe you put solar on it, you can get up to a 70% tax credit this year on that. And on top of that, if you don't have a tax liability, the IRS is giving you an opportunity. You can sell your tax credits now. So not only do you have the opportunity to get a tax credit, but if you can't use it, you can sell it. You know, there's, there's awesome. yeah, I mean, there's a huge opportunity. The Cure Act 2.0, which was signed into law in December, has incentives for setting up retirement accounts where they'll actually pay for the setup of the retirement account. So ultimately it will be a dollar for dollar credit. Um, you know, really, when you look at businesses, what I say is look at what are you trying to do and ultimately align yourself to what you're trying to accomplish. And then ultimately, everything would be deductible. So if you're saying, you know, I want to do this, then how can I make that ordinary and necessary? What is it that I need to do to make this an ordinary and necessary deduction so that I'm aligned with the law? And I'm not doing anything that's in the gray areas. I'm doing everything by the tax law, but it's ordinary and necessary so I can deduct it. So can a business owner, let's say a, a dentist that owns his practice, take advantage of bonus depreciation in a real estate investment scenario? No. I mean, they will. They'll get a passive loss if they're not involved in that investment. Now, if they're a dentist and they own the structure that they're practicing in, that's a different story because right. now that's, you know, one economic unit and yes, then they would be able to do a cost segregation study and use the bonus depreciation from that asset to offset the income from their business. 
So the law would apply as if he was a W-2 also investing in a syndication, same exact thing in that scenario, if he was investing in somebody else's deal. Correct. Correct. His income as a dentist is active. His losses from the real estate are passive because he's an LP investor in that. Awesome. So the next one, real estate professional will be different, I guess, than everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Is that the best one? I, I'm looking at the list here. I'm like, that real estate professional is looking really good right now. <laughs> it, you know, it is, um, you know, there's, there's nuances here and there as far as a, a lot of times what I work with and who I work with, I've got a lot of people that are active in business A, you know, husband has a business, a dentist and wife's a real estate professional. Perfect. Yes. And wow, and so yeah. that gives us an opportunity and we, we don't have a lot of the hurdles to overcome that we have when we have a W-2 employee. And so, yes, real estate professional is huge, especially after 2017 with the, you know, with the advent of bonus depreciation on used assets. Now we were able to create this huge loss in real estate that can offset all the income in this business that the other spouse has. And so being a real estate professional does open a lot of opportunities and being that, you know, you're investing in an asset class that has been, you know, has had a storied past of growth and appreciation. It's also a great asset to invest in. So it's, it's kind of a double whammy in that regard. Yeah, that sounds like a perfect combination. So real estate professionals, just to clarify, we would be able to take advantage of all the depreciation. So obviously business expenses and everything else. Yeah. You, so real estate professional, again, you're just converting a inherently passive activity into a trader business. So now you're a business owner, but it's a real estate business that you have. And as such, you know, real estate has leverage. Historically, people don't go out and buy a piece of real estate with cash. They go out and they borrow money from a bank or a third party. And as such, they get access to greater deductions because of that. You put $100,000 into a million dollar property. Well, when you depreciate that property, you're not depreciating 100,000, you're depreciating a million. And yeah. so ultimately it, it is exponential in what those deductions get you. Um, and that's one of the big differences between a business owner and a real estate professional is that idea of leverage and the ability to use other people's money to leverage growth and deductions. Absolutely. And also we have covered this before, but I think it's always worth repeating that the depreciation doesn't mean that you're not going to ever going to pay these taxes. <laughs> yeah. You will. However, the value of the dollar when you do in 10, 20, 30 years is going to be nothing. Yeah, it's, it's time value of money. And, you know, I would rather have a dollar a day than a dollar in 10 years, um, you know, for, for like you said, from an inflationary standpoint, but also control standpoint, because now I've got a dollar that I control and not a dollar that was given to the government that I have no control over. So if I can take that dollar and generate another $4 in the next 10 years, yeah, I might pay some tax, but that dollar I saved today is going to create $5 down the road. Precisely. Precisely. Well, this has been wonderful, Tim. Thank you so much. Uh, I think it's also important to note that, you know, the government will 
change these things on a regular basis in order to encourage people and make Tim's life miserable, <laughs> keeping track of all of this. Uh, but it's really to encourage people to behave in certain ways. And right now, solar and green, you know, are supposedly uh, what they're guiding people towards. But things do change. So it's really important to work with a professional. Clearly, we all know that. Yeah, I would definitely say where we are right now, solar and green energy is the way to go. And there's just the Inflation Reduction Act was huge with what it did and what it created and the opportunities that are there. So whether you're a business owner, whether you own real estate, whether you're buying an electric car, whatever it might be, talk to someone about it. Because you know I'm working with a client right now that is putting on a solar installation on their commercial building, and it's quite a large commercial building, but they're getting about a 90% credit between all the local subsidies, the grants, and then the federal tax credits which is huge. So, you know, you're putting a $10 million solar array and you're getting a $9 million credit, which then you can ultimately sell and you might be able to sell it for 90 cents on the dollar. So now that $10 million solar array, that's going to pay all your electrical costs is going to ultimately be a return on investment because it's going to increase the value of your business. And ultimately you've got, you know, $8 million in cash that you can use. So it's kind of it's kind of a huge it's a huge it's a huge benefit and a huge boom and I think it's something that a lot of people should start looking at for twenty three and above. Yeah, that is huge. Well, is there anything else that we haven't covered that you think is important for our audience to know? No, I think I mean most important thing is to be proactive and to always be thinking forward. So anything is attainable as long as you're in front of it. Once you get behind it. It's, you know, it's very hard in tax law to be reactionary. There's very little you can do. So always just be thinking, what is it that I want to do and what do I want to accomplish? And then sit down and put a plan in place to make that happen. This has been wonderful, Tim. Thank you so much for making the time out of, out of your extremely busy schedule right before tax season. Tim is going to be at our conference on October 20th. So we're super excited to have you. How can our listeners get in touch with you? So you can, one of two things, you can go to our website, which is provisionwealth.com and up on the right-hand corner, there's a contact us, or you can shoot an email to contact at provisionwealth.com. And all of these links will be under show notes. Tim, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. And if you haven't already, I would really appreciate a review on the podcast tab. You just go to the actual show, you scroll down and then under ratings and reviews, you will see write a review. If you are learning something, I would really appreciate if you took three minutes to write a review for us and I will see you next time.